Toe. You know what I'm saying? It's your boy Big Toe. You checking into the Laboratory Podcast? You already know what it is. I know y'all have been waiting on episode 18. So guess what? That's nine. I lost count, but fuck it. Episode 18 Reasons is here. Your boy Big Toe checking into episode 18. Man, I missed y'all. I'm back on the pod. You feel we got some real shit to speak about, but episode 18 Reasons, you know I don't do the intro for long, so let's cut to chase. Let's get right off into it, you feel me? Episode 18, the first thing we talk about is why. When you hear why, it's a lot of different ways we could take this. But first, I want to talk about why do you do the things that you do? What's the reasoning behind your actions? Because I feel like a lot of people, we talk about purpose, finding our purpose, discovering it, exploring it, finding peace in our life. But we have to ask ourselves why we do the actions we do. What was the reasoning behind it? Was there a productive outcome? Because when you... You reach a certain level of consciousness where you can reflect on something and you can ask yourself why after you've done something you've seen the result of it. But the true show of growth is when you can sit back before something happens, ask yourself why would you want to partake in this, discover that it's not really nothing beneficial in the action, and then get out of doing it because it's not nothing there. Let me say that one more time. When you elevate to a certain level of growth, that's the time where you can sit there and say, man, why am I doing this? Why am I doing that? And you sit back and you can say, it's probably not no actions there. Some people, it's two different types of people in the world. It's people who ask why. At the end, after they can see all the results, after they can see everything that happened. And there's people that can ask why in the beginning and determine if the action is even worth it in the first place. You got to choose which one you want to be. Why do we do what we do? Why are we trying to be the people we're trying to become? Why are we these people today? Ask yourself these questions. It's two different types of people in the world. Why do you do what you do? Why are you arguing with who you arguing with? Why are you over here overextending yourself for people who don't overextend themselves for you? Why? Why, why, why? I feel like why is the root of our life. We, we have to, because if you don't know the true motivation behind something, how can you really put your heart into it? If you don't have reasoning, if you don't ha- how, how can you discover motivation to complete something to the best of your ability if you can't discover why you want to partake in it in the first place? Ask yourself, why? Why am I doing this? And sometimes we don't have that answer, and that's okay. But what I want you to do is don't run away from the answer just because it may be rooted in greed or it may be rooted in lust. or You have to be able to deal in truth because why is worthless if you can't tell yourself the truth? Let me say that one more time. Why is worthless if you can't tell yourself the truth? The only time why is going to be beneficial for you in your life is if you can sit back and be truthful with yourself. If you ask him why, but you're going to lie to yourself the whole time, it doesn't mean anything. You got to ask why and be honest about what's really behind the reason, what's really behind that curtain that you want to partake in a certain thing if you want to discover what's the essence of peace at the end of it. If not... If you ask him why and you're not truthful, it doesn't matter why. You already lying from the jump. And that's one thing I can say is you can lie to everybody in the world. You can lie to your mama. You can lie to your dad. You can lie to your brothers. You can lie to your grandparents. You can lie to everybody. The one person you can't lie to is yourself. And when you do that, you're playing yourself. You're playing yourself. A lot of us don't ask why. we Or we tell people. You, you ever see somebody, a grown-ass adult, 35 years old, 
you asked them why they did this or why they did that. Because you know at the end of it, you like, if you put any thought into this, you can already see from a mile away that maybe this wasn't a smart decision. And guess what they tell you? They tell you, I didn't even think about it. Man, in some cases, that's the truth. But in a lot of cases, you thought about why you knew it was some bullshit. But instead of dealing in truth and realizing that you're doing something off of false pretenses or doing something that really doesn't make sense, you rather say, oh, I didn't even think about it. When you thought about what you did, that's what I'm saying. Even if you think why and it's behind some bullshit, you still got to take accountability. But it's at the root of everything. It's at the root of everything. The question why is the first question you got to ask yourself before you complete an action, before you do something. And if you're not asking yourself why, then what the fuck are you doing? If you're just doing shit in life and you don't know why you're doing it, you don't know your movements, you may be wasting time, and time is precious. Time is the one thing. See, you can have all the money in the world, but you can't buy time. You can't buy time. Let me say that again. You can have all the money in the world, but you can't buy time. You can't buy time. You can't buy time. And you trick yourself out of a lot of time when you don't answer the question, why, before you do these actions that take time off of your life, that put stress onto your life, that take years off of your life. If you're not asking yourself why, you tricking yourself out of time. And you tricking yourself out of time, and it's the one thing that you can't get back. You can lose some money and get it back. But can you lose some time and get it back? Can you lose some time and really get it back? Ask yourself that. So if you're not asking yourself why, you ain't utilizing your time the best way. If you ain't utilizing your time the best way, how are you going to discover your purpose? If you don't know why, how are you going to discover your purpose? If you don't know why, you do what you do. If you don't know why, you want what you want. If you don't know why, you act the way you act. How are you going to discover the person you want to be? Find the peace in your life. Find the true motivation, the thing that wakes you up every day. Find the things that bring you true happiness. If you're not asking yourself why, how are you going to ever find the great parts of life? How are you ever going to get to the deep-rooted issues in your life and say, hey, this is a theme. I've saw this happen 10 times. But if we just say, you know what, that's one incident we never going to ask ourselves why. How are we going to get there, people? That's the only thing I'm trying to convey to you. I'm not trying to give you the answers because I don't know them all. I never come on this answer. I never come on this podcast and speak from a level of superiority. I'm not trying to speak from a level of superiority. The whole point of this podcast is to get you to ask why. What is the motivation behind what I'm doing? Am I living or am I existing? Am I, am I being the true best version of myself or am I being whoever, who other people want me to be? That's the point of this podcast. I'm not sitting here to try to give you the answers because like I said, I'm, on, I'm about to turn 22 next week and I don't fucking know them all either. I'm figuring this life thing out just like everybody else is. But what I do ask myself on an everyday basis is why am I doing this? Why is this important to me? Why do I love this podcast? Why do I love my life? Why don't I like certain things about my life? And I just wanted to start off this podcast, episode 18 Reasons, by asking y'all to ask yourselves why. Why do you do this? Why do you do that? What's at the core of that? But we're going to get into some other stuff. Number two, hygiene. Hey, before... You go out and buy your next designer piece, buy your next, buy that next a thousand dollar t-shirt. You know, and like I said, you don't gotta listen to me if you don't want to. But I'm just, I'm just, I'm just trying to throw some jams out there. Before you go out 
and buy them two hundred dollars, them two thousand dollar jeans. Ask yourself, am I clean? I'm not saying surface level clean. I'm talking about real clean, because what I've discovered in my time of being in college or being just around people is you have some of the people who they got the most money. They buy everything. They got on all the designer clothes. They got the cleanest car on the outside. But on the inside, ask yourself, when the last time I cleaned my crib? How frequently do I wash my clothes? How frequently am I getting my hair done? How frequently am I wa Like, how do you take care of yourself? Them materialistic things can't clean your body. You can put on a Gucci shirt. It ain't going to wash your ass for you. And I'm not saying this to clown anybody, but what I'm saying is prioritize things in your life before you take that next step because everything is about levels. Maybe you ain't have much as a kid and you done got some as an adult and you over here and you like, yeah, man, I done went from wearing the Hanes tees to the Gucci's. And you know what? If you did that, I'm proud of you. But what I would tell you is before you go to that next level, you got to reevaluate your hygiene before, before you start wearing all these designer clothes, before you start wearing all of these thousand dollar pieces ask yourself do i got a skincare routine how often am i watching it's my crib clean am i clean it's my mind free because all of that designer shit all of those materialistic things they go fulfill you in life you gotta talk to yourself about your true hygiene your true hygiene is is this your crib clean what are you eating how often do you bathe like all of that materialistic shit ain't gonna wash your body for you let me tell you the truth you could be walking around with some two thousand dollar jeans on it don't make your legs clean your legs and your ass can still stink with some two thousand dollar jeans on you gotta ask yourself do you want to be the person that can't take care of themselves but got everything ask yourself that man and it don't take much like uh, i'm saying i probably speak from place of privilege maybe i got a little bit of champ chain you know y'all don't know me but maybe i got a little bit of cheese on me and i could buy some stuff but like i sell i tell you i, I remember man one time i was going to buy these 200 shoes it was like 250 i'm about to buy some human races i'm like man fuck that I'm about to buy some human races but i had been around my girl a little bit i had been around some some women a little bit and i saw like man they had skincare routines they got masks they got this they got that i'm like man fuck spending this 250 on these shoes i'm about to i'm about to upgrade my lifestyle man i went i bought lotions i bought I bought facial, facial cleaners, start experimenting. I start setting up. I get my hair cut every 11 days. I start setting mani-pedi appointments. My crib was always was always on the cleaner side. I'd say out of a scale of 1 to 10, my crib was probably like an 8. But, man, I started buying stuff for the crib to make it smell good, essential oil. And before I knew it, I just saw myself become so much more cleaner. And this was like sophomore year at college. And I was like, man. All of that because I didn't buy them $250 shoes. If I would have bought them, I would have been just where I was at. Before you go buy that next piece, before you go buy them that next watch, before you go spend a lot of money on that next thing, reevaluate how clean you are in your life. Hygiene is a big thing. You got you gotta you gotta re you gotta reimagine how clean am I being? Like I said. You go buy some $200 shoes, them go be some $200. Take some time, ask yourself, is my crib clean? Is my car clean? Is, am I clean? What am I eating? What am, ask yourself that before you go buy that next designer piece. Because it's not going to wash your ass for you. It's not going to take care of you. 
You buy that stuff and you hang it in the closet and it is what it is. But if you truly want to reach a certain level of like mental peace and fortitude, you're going to have to you're going to have to dig in your hygiene bag a little bit and get a little bit cleaner. And I'm not saying that like I'm the cleanest person ever, but I spend a lot of time putting time into my hygiene, spend a lot of time cleaning my crib, spend a lot of time making sure I, I look good. And it's not just I used to do this, used to feel like, man, my brother, he was always into the hygiene and stuff. And I'm like, man. And I'm not saying it like I was running around here dirty. Don't act like that. But I'm saying like he was just always super, super detailed. I say that as a young age, he was super detailed. I'm like, man, that's because Chaya, pretty boy. He into all of the girls. He he doing blase blah. But when I start getting older, I just be watching Big Brown. I'm like, man, I'm man. That nigga gotta get his hair cut more. I'm gonna start getting my hair cut more. I'm gonna start, you know. And like little things just happen before you knew it. I was like, damn, I see why he liked that. Because when we when we got to high school and we got to middle school and I started seeing how other people move, I'm like, damn, big bro was on it early. You feel me? But I, I'm not about to ramble. Fig, get, get right with your hygiene if you really want life to get a little bit better. If you struggle with, I, I'm someone who didn't, who didn't have too much confidence. When I got cleaner, started living my life and putting more time into taking care of myself, I felt a little bit better. I'm not going to say it's going to solve all of your problems, but you might feel a little bit better. If you got some confidence issues, you might feel a little bit better if you was a little bit more cleaner. If you spent more time cleaning your crib, you spent more time cleaning your, your car, your taking care of yourself, scheduling appointments, scheduling mani-pedis, haircuts. If you did that, because it's about an investment. The more time you invest in yourself, the more time you invest in something, the more confident you're going to be in it. If you take more time to invest in your personal image and make sure you clean, you might feel a little bit more confident. That's just something from Big Toe. You don't got to you don't gotta believe me, but if you know, you know. You feel me? Third thing, put action behind what you want. Do you want to be somebody who just... You just into the wishful thinking all the time. You just wishful thinking, wishful thinking, wishful thinking. Or do you want to be somebody who prays for something and then goes and gets it? Go and get it. Asking for something isn't enough. I think sometimes people think, and me just asking for something. Or whatever your spirituality you believe in. Oh, it's just going to come to me. But you got to go chase those things. You want it, you pray for it, and you go get it. If you want it bad enough, you pray for it, and you go get it. And that's just, that's how I am. I, I believe in God and stuff. I'm not the most spiritual person. I'm not going to get into all that on podcast. But if you say you want something, put the time in. Put the time in to actually get it. Because that's how you determine if you want it. Like we said in the first topic, if you ask yourself why you going to know the motivation behind you truly wanting this. And if you really want it, you're going to make some sacrifices to go get it. Because it ain't always going to be roses and bubbles. It ain't always going to be a clear path. Sometimes you're going to have to cut from this path to that path and jump back because you may be the first person in your family forging this path. It might not be easy, but if you want it bad enough like you say you do, you're going to figure it out. You're going to figure it out if you want it bad enough. Ask yourself. Am I putting actions behind what I want? Or I'm just, I'm just somebody sitting here popping bullshit, saying wishful thinking, saying how much I deserve the world, but I'm not ready to put none of the work in. See, sometimes that's the problem. We sit back and we feel like we deserve the world because we know we a good person and we feel like, hey, I deserve the world. But we just say things, man. I deserve to be a millionaire. I ain't gonna go put the work behind it. I deserve this, but I ain't gonna go put the work behind. It. If you deserve it and you know it's right there for you, you want it, you deserve it. You 
you want to achieve that, man, go get that shit. Stop sitting here, you feel me, listen to my podcast on the way to go get it, but go get that shit, you feel me? Go get it, because the world waits on nobody. Like we said, you can't buy time back. You can't get time back. So if you spend all your time saying what you want and you ain't putting action behind getting there, it'll be over before you ever start your journey. You got to start getting there. You got to start going. You got to start sacrificing. You got to start caring enough that you talking on your way to do the thing. Don't talk and then don't move your feet. You should be talking and moving your feet. Because like I said before, if you got the words and you got the actions, you got a recipe for success. And that's your boy, Big Toe. You know, I'm just trying to bring the message to you. That's all I'm trying to do is give you the message. And you feel me? I might not be the ones with the with the answers, but I might have your answers today. You might click on another episode. You might not like it as much. But it is what it is. I'm going to bring you me. Because as I'm doing this, I'm saying the words with you, but I'm doing what I really want to do with my life. I'm doing it I'm walking and I'm doing the action And you should do that too Cause it feels good man It really does It really feels good Big toe Big toe <laughs> You know what I'm saying But I just had to say that Cause like why not But Number four, uncertainty about new experiences. When you going through something When you getting them new experiences It's gonna be a little bit of uncertainty You gotta be alright with that a new level. Sometimes it's gonna take some growth to reach that new level. It's gonna be some uncertain times where you're like, man, how did I even get here? We talked about imposter syndrome a couple episodes ago. Go check that out. But what I tell you is it's gonna be times where you feel like, how did I even get here? Man, with grad school, I've been sitting here the last week, like, man, am I even as smart as I think I am? Am I even as capable as I think I am? But what I realized is if you don't have that uncertainty about new experiences, it might not be expanded you as much as it needs to. And what do I mean by that? It may not be challenging you as much as it needs to it's easy to say yeah I'm this new person I got this new mindset I got a growth mindset when you sitting on your couch and and you sitting there and it ain't too much going on but the true test of when you can see if you've grown as a person is when an obstacle pops up how do you respond are you still sitting there popping shit on the couch or are you getting up and you doing something with your life that's how you can see the growth. So when a new experience comes, it's like a new obstacle. It's a new hurdle. Are you going to tackle it? Are you going to let it get you? When you see football drills and a tight end or a running back, I remember this. When a running back, he blocking the blitz coming, the linebacker coming. Ma'am, Aquashay Sharp, he said, if you let that linebacker get ahead of steam and you a running back or you a tight end and you go try to block that, you're going to get ran right over. But if you meet it in the hole, if you meet an obstacle with the same intensity it's coming at you at, you got a chance. You got to meet that obstacle with the same intensity. If it's coming at you 90 miles per hour, you got to be going 100. If it's coming at you 100, you got to be going 120. You got to meet the obstacle with the same amount of momentum it has coming for you to get it. You feel me? You got to get it. If it's coming at you 70 miles, you going 85. You got to meet your obstacles. You got to meet it in the hole. You got to hit it just as hard as it's about to hit you if you really want it that bad. Damn, man, I done gotten my motivational speaking bag on this one. I didn't even want But if you really want it that bad, you got to hit it just as hard as it's about to hit you. And you want to know how you know? Because you maybe, maybe you done got hit a couple times. I know I done got knocked on my ass by life a couple times. But when I got up, I said, you know what? This motherfucker hit me. I'm going to hit it harder. I'm going to hit it harder. I'm not just going to get knocked on my ass and sit down. Next time life hit me with an obstacle, I'm going to hit it just as hard as it just hit me. And I'm going to remind that motherfucker that you playing with the right nigga. You playing with Big Toe, and I don't play. 
I don't play fear. You feel me? Next time it ran up to me, I might have grabbed a sledgehammer. They like, how do Big Toe even got a sledgehammer on the football field? And he talking about life and he talking about obstacles. None of that shit makes sense, but it is what it is. You feel me? You got to do what you got to do in life. When an obstacle presents itself, you that's how you see who you truly are. That's how you see how you truly getting down. You know what I'm saying? I'm about to sip some of this Big Toe juice. Yeah, bro. My big toe juice. Never mind. Never mind. Hey, bro. And it ain't no labels on the on, on the water because, you know, ain't no sponsorships for podcasts. We gonna get there one day, though. You feel me? And then it's just a check in. You living or existing? We doing this every podcast. Are you living or existing? Put in the comments right now. Are you living or existing? If you're watching this right now, are you living or existing? Have you been existing lately? And if you have been existing, what are you learning from it? Are you living? If you've been living life to its fullest, tell us how you've been doing that. Tell us, give us some tips right there down in the comment section. Right now, right now, you feel me? Don't wait. Don't wait. Don't be somebody who likes it and goes away. Like this and then go watch the actual full video that's what i want you to do tell us you've been living or you've been existing let us know we need to know these things you feel me but <laughs> and then another thing ask yourself do you say no enough man no is powerful no brings freedom no sets boundaries no does a lot is well, growing up no i don't know how no was introduced to y'all but if you go through and you think about school and you think about a lot of things that happen in life, no was always presented to us as if it was a bad thing. Like, you get sad after somebody tell you no. I remember as a kid, somebody tell you no, you ah, and you start crying, all of that bullshit. But when you get older, you realize how, how much freedom no provides. Are you saying no enough to people? Or are you just yes manning around this bitch and taking your L's and taking your lumps? Like I said, because you're scared to tell people the truth. Are you saying no enough? Because no is freeing. If you're not saying no enough, you're not really valuing yourself care a lot. You're not really picking the spots where you need to be. If you're just saying yes to everything, you mean, let me ask you something. You, you think people who value their time say yes to everything? Let, let that simmer. Do you think people who value their time say yes to everything, even if they know they can't do it? I'm going to tell you the truth. No, they don't. No, they don't. No is freeing. No sets boundaries. No... <laughs> no stops patterns before they start. That's that, that, that's the truth. No sets boundaries. When you say no, it don't got to be rude. It's just like, nah, I ain't doing that. It, it, it don't even have to be rude. We were conditioned to think no was mean or no was upsetting. But no is some of, some of the most freeing stuff. Ask yourself, am I saying no enough? Or am I just going along to get along? Am I saying no enough, or am I just going along to get along? Am I creating my schedule, or am I letting a lot other people create my schedule? Because I, what I feel like is that when people don't say no enough, they not in full autonomy of their schedule. And I feel like some people don't say no, it's because they don't want that autonomy. You see, some of us want autonomy until it's time to take that blame when shit don't go right. Some of us say we want autonomy, but we really don't want the blame that associated when things don't go right. So we allow other people to take control of our lives because it's 
easier with them taking control of your life than you taking control of your life. Let me say that again. Some people say they want autonomy, but they don't really want it. The reason they don't want it is because it's easier to blame somebody else for their decisions affecting you than it is to blame yourself for the decisions you made in your life affecting yourself. So it's easy to say you want autonomy, but if you really want it, you will go get it. And if you really want it, you will say no more. Because if you really wanted more autonomy, you would say no more. But you don't say no more because you rather other people run your life and then you can blame them when shit goes wrong. That that's why you really won't say no. But you need to start. If you value your time, you need to start saying no. On big toe. Uh, embarrassment is a killer. I wanted to talk about this. Embarrassment, and I'm not just saying a physical killer, I'm saying a mental killer too. When you do some shit. When somebody try to embarrass you about it, call you lame, corny, say this, say that. It sometimes it kills your mental stability. You know, you're like, man, I thought I was cool. I thought I was, I thought I was killing it in this outfit. And they didn't kill it. They they didn't kill my dreams, hopes, and ambitions. A lot of us are scared to be embarrassed. And not only <laughs> does being embarrassed make people do crazy things, like like when you think of fights now. Why do you think people go back and kill other people? Because it's recorded? Because they can never live that embarrassment down? Because they don't, they don't want 10 years later people to be reposting this fight clip and being like, man, if that was me, I would have I I did this, I would have did that. <laughs> man, embarrassment is a killer, but you know what's just as much of a killer? The threat of embarrassment. The threat of feeling embarrassed is just as much of a killer as embarrassment is. What do you mean by that, Toe? This is what I mean. If people think that it's something they could be embarrassed about, they're not going to do it. They're not going to. The threat of even having somebody being able to bring this up and throw it in their face is going to stop them completely from doing that shit. And it's just as dangerous as actually doing it and being embarrassed. But, like, if somebody ever tried to embarrass you for being yourself, they was corny. They was corny. They was corny, man. And you just got to know that this embarrassment shit, that, that shit be so temporary. The same shit people will t- uh, clown you about today, they'll dick suck you about tomorrow. Let me say that one time. The same shit people clown you about today, they'll dick suck you tomorrow. There's some people who say, Toy, you think you know everything. You think you got all the answers. And then I got a podcast, and they some of the main people. They're like, bro, you so wise, bro. I fuck with that. Some of the same people. And you know what? I don't even throw no shade at them. When I say dick suck, I'm not saying it in a malicious way. But I'm saying the same shit that people, that people downed you about at a time would be the same reason they uplift you and say that you one of the greatest people they ever met. So when people try to embarrass you for being yourself, for not trying to go with the status quo, you got to realize in that moment that they trying to embarrass you, they really just embarrassed to be themselves. And if that's not, if that's not, <laughs> a, if that's not a sign enough for you to keep being yourself, I don't know what is. I don't know what is. I don't know what is. <sighs> All right. We're going to talk about it. Friendship conflict. Man, when shit happen with your friends, I ain't gonna lie, man. Them friendship breakups and friendship shit just, man, it put a special strain on your heart. What I say is, before you jump out the window, start calling your friend a bitch, start calling them all of these cuss words and all of that shit, take some time to sit back and analyze the situation. I feel like with friends and significant others, we are so conditioned that they did something, you gotta jump out the window. But people who really 
are intellectual beings in life. They take time to think about shit. When some things happen with your friend, man, take some time. Take some step back to think about it. Think about how you would think about how ideally you would want them to act in this situation. How they acted. How certain factors could be in their life could be affecting the way they treating you. How certain factors in your life could be affecting the way you treating them. Just look at it from both perspectives and ask yourself like. Before you go cussing, screaming, scratching cars, you know, ah, ah, cutting tires. Before you go out there doing all of that, take a time back to step back and analyze the situation. Be a thinker. I remember my dad used to tell me, God gave you one mouth for two ears for a reason. I, I, you know, it is what it is. But what I say is take some time to sit back and think about something before just acting. Like we said, we talked about action a lot, but it got to be some thought behind that, too. Before you just jump out the window at your friends, man, take some time to think about it. Think about it. Think about, man, what would I would have wanted to do if I was them? Have I ever told them the expectations of what they should do in this situation? Because a lot of times we assume that people already know how to treat us. And that's the problem with friendship conflict. We assume that they knew exactly what to do in the situation. But when we sit back and analyze, it was like we never ran into it. And honestly, in that situation, I don't know what I would have did. Sometimes we know what we would have did, but we have to accept that we two different types of people. And we can't expect people to be who we are because if they was us, we wouldn't be us. I'm just, if, if everybody was like me, the war wouldn't go around. Everything wouldn't work. You can't expect people to be you. But I feel like from that friendship conflict, y'all can talk about it. Y'all can get better. You can grow. Man, if you friends with somebody and y'all ain't never been through nothing, you don't know how y'all would act if y'all went through it. That's how you know if you're really friends, if you can stop going, if you can go through something and get through it. You friends with people you ain't never went through nothing with. I'm not saying go make up a fake situation and go through it. Maybe a situation may happen and both of y'all may just agree. It's, a, it's not a time for us to be friends. But your real friends, y'all going to go through something. I ain't going to say it's going to be nothing serious. But y'all going to go through some disagreements, some times where shit might not be as lit. And those are the times where you define if this is really your true friend or not. You got to analyze the situation though. You can't just ask. Or just expect people to be who you are. You can't. You can't just expect that out of them. If you do, you're expecting a lot out of people. And that's why your best friend should be yourself anyway. Because you know how you're going to treat you. <laughs> that's all I'm going to say. Because you know how you're going to treat you. But the friendship breakups are hard, man. That shit like relationship breakups. I ain't going to lie, man. So I just stopped fucking with some friends. And like that shit put me in a, in a spin for a couple of days. Like... Like, I broke up with my girl, and that's real shit. Like, them friendship breakups not easy. And it just make you think, like, the whole time, it's like, damn, I wonder what's going on in that person's life. I don't know about y'all, but when I love somebody, I really love them. So, like, if we was friends, we was bros, we was whatever. I still think about that person. I still do. I still do. I still think about that person. But at the end of the day, that don't mean I got to be in your life. Like we said on the last podcast, just because I forgive you don't mean we got to resume the same way. Sometimes it's best to have a friendship breakup before you can have a big blow up. But what I say is with the friendship breakups, man, you just got to make sure you're doing it the right way. Just because y'all not friends no more don't mean y'all should be spilling each other business. Don't mean you should be all social media bashing each other. Don't mean you should be doing all of that. And that's the truth. That's why, we, like, that that's... 
the friendship breakups, it's certain rules, man. If you truly loved each other, it's things that you just not going to do. It's things you not going to do if you're not cool with that person no more. I think that that allows me to see how much you really fuck with me. If we're not cool no more, I, I, and you go out here and you doing this and you doing that, you spreading rumors, that lets me know we was never really cool from the beginning. Even in the friendship breakups, I'm not saying that you looking for reconciliation, but if y'all can ever reconcile, it's going to be based off of how you move with the friendship breakup. If you keep it real, you keep it G, you feel me? You keep it pushing, you go on live your life, they go on live their life. Maybe y'all can see each other years down the line and say, man, that was some bullshit. Let's just keep it pushing. I'm going to say, shake up, let that shit go, and y'all don't got to be the best of friends. Maybe y'all will become the best of friends again. Who knows? I'm not Jesus. I'm not God. I don't know what's going to happen. But I would say, like, man, just... You don't got to blow up the spot when y'all are not cool no more. You just you just do what it is. Keep it moving. I feel like sometimes people, when you, when friendships were had envy in them or, yeah, when friendships had envy in them, I feel like those are the worst friendship breakups because it's like, yeah, I, we, we not friends no more and I got to do something to make sure your life is fucked up. I got to go, I got to go tell your business, I got to go spread these lies, I got to go spread these rumors, because I, instead of you just going to live your life and me just going to live my life, I know your life is good, and maybe my life ain't the best, or maybe I'm envious of something you had, so now I got to go make it worse than you, which you don't got to go do that shit. Social media pettiness, after the social, after the friendship breakup, you don't got to be petty on social media, man, don't be disliked, don't be in each other comments talking shit, don't be DMing. You feel me? I done went through that with a friend before, like, DMing me some crazy shit. I'm like, why are you even doing that, man? If we not cool, we not cool, it's cool. You feel me? But, like, you don't got to get there with your friends, man. If y'all really was family, like I would say, I consider people family. Like, if you know me, you either associate or you family. We ever reach that space of family, you ain't going to never see me go out here and dog you out or talk about you or none of that. If people is out here dogging out their friends and shit, you wasn't their friend from the beginning, man. So that social media pettiness after you have a friendship breakup, that's some bullshit. You don't got to do that, man. You go live your life. You They go live their life. You keep it pushing, you feel me? You don't got to do all the social media embarrassment shit because I feel like that's how it trickles into other shit. And I feel like that's sometimes how people get killed. You ever see them stories on the news where two people was friends and then somebody posted this or did this or did and now somebody dead on the news. And that shit happened all the time in Detroit. When you could just be like, all right, man, you know what? I'm going to go do me. You go do you. I wish you the best. And keep it pushing, man. Cut out all the social media pettiness. None of that shit matters at the end of the day. You feel me? Love yourself enough to keep it pushing and distance yourself from energy that's not right for you at the moment. And if that's a, if that friendship energy wasn't good for you at the moment, distance yourself from it. You know what I'm saying? And then you got to realize, do you are you is it really hate or are you just hurt? Because that's the difference. If you hate this person, you got to reevaluate yourself with some stuff with yourself. Because I ain't, you know, in the moment you might hate them. But ask yourself, like, is this really enough for me to be ready to throw everything away over? Like, everything. I, I'm ready to fight. I'm ready to, to shoot. I'm ready to kill. I'm ready to stab over a friendship. Like, is it hate or is it just, like, hurt feelings? And it's okay to be hurt. That's the time where you're supposed to get around your other people, you feel me, and, and appreciate them. If you've ever been through that before, times where 
maybe one friend was lacking. I'm not saying this the time you get with your other friend and you talk shit about them, but just the time for you to appreciate the people who do be around. If you got some friends who maybe they was disloyal to you, they started talking shit behind your back. Man, when you go through that situation, you don't got to respond. You don't got to. You just not cool with them no more. And when you do get around your real friends who really hold you down, you let them know, like, hey, bro, I appreciate you. Hey, sis, I appreciate you. They don't even got to know why. But you just appreciate the people who been there for you, who really in your corner. That's what friendship breakups should do. It should make you cherish your other relationships more because you see how fast some can end that quick. You feel me? But... That's most of the content for the podcast today. We're getting the first shit. Hey, bro, Ride Wave album coming out. Let me know if y'all want an album review, you feel me? I'll post it or something, you feel me? Make something like that. Make something like that, you feel me? Like, Ride Wave, that's my nigga, you feel me? I can't wait. Ride Wave album come out two days before my birthday. And I'm excited. I'm excited. Let's get it. Your boy about to tee up. You know what I'm saying? Your boy about to tee up. All right, but... Yeah, <laughs> Ride Wave album coming out. I'm trying to see that. My birthday next week, you feel me? If you want that, you know what I'm saying? If you want that invite, hit your boy up. Maybe we could do something, you know what I'm saying? It depends on how cool we are. You feel me? If you ain't never talked to me, of course, you might not get invited to my birthday. But if you somebody who we'd have built a rapport or something, man, hit me up, you feel me? I'll send you the invite. Hopefully, we can get into stuff. But it's your boy, Big Toe. I know I wasn't here for a long time, but I said a lot of things that's impactful. Man, don't just run up the reels, man. Go watch an episode. That shit mean the word to me, man. Don't just run up the reels. Go watch an episode. That shit means the word to me. You can't be, you feel me? You can be anything in the world, but you can't be Big Toe. It's your boy, Big Toe. And I am out. Peace.